I'm Harmony Williams, and this is Life Changing Trips. Sometimes it's hard to see the freedom and the beauty that lives behind the weight of everything we carry. But I believe that life is so amazing, and I can't waste another moment. I'm so excited to be here with you for another transformational conversation about experiences and the latest research on plant medicine, meditation, breath work, and other unconventional modalities, and how they are being used for mental health and expansion. I hope by listening that you will find ways to integrate your peak experiences and epiphanies to open up new levels of possibilities, ingenuity, and fulfillment in business, and deeper, authentic connection and passion in your relationships, and a feeling of purpose, of living fully alive. Welcome, everyone. Today, we have Getty Stegler. I hope I didn't massacre her name. I'm so glad you're here today. Yeah, thank you very much for this invitation. And I'm so excited to be here. Ah, me too. This is really like a topic I'm so passionate about. I am so excited I get to get to talk with you today about these things. So Garisha is an orgasm coach and she helps women become confident in their orgasms so that they can heal past trauma and abusive relationships. She supports them in transforming their past physical, emotional pain with her seven-step holistic Impress-O method. Did I say it right? Yes. Yes. I love it. This is so fun. This is such a fun topic. So if you want to, you can even say your name because it's so much more beautiful when you say it, but you can introduce yourself and just tell us how you got into this. Yeah. My name is Girishandra, but you pronounced perfectly. Thank- and, you know, it's very excited. I think both of us, but for so many women, it's very around with shame, guilt, pain, and also with a lot of taboos. And of course, I was not always like openly and honestly talking about this uh, this topic because I also carried all of this. I experienced so many traumas, all kinds of abuse. Uh, a few years ago, I had another podcast interview and then we were there, there was a kind of like serious and not only one guest were there. Mm-hmm. was there but but more and then before that we needed to f- fill in a form what kind of abuses in which kind of relationships we experienced and i really shocked get shocked when i saw that all kinds of abuse which means that verbal physical sexual mental spiritual financial all kinds of abuse and all kinds of relationships so my parents, from my brother, from in the family, from my friends, from my teachers, from my, my, my colleagues in the work, from my business partners. So it was like, it was so deep realization for myself. And this led me to the point that I can, I can create a, a holistic approach and the holistic method that looking at a person who arrives me as as a whole because most of the you know that there is in the coaching business there is that you need to have a niche and most of the time I was fighting with that because because I I was I started in in person healing energy healing and different kind of healing methods and and what I realized that the most complex situations and problems we need to, we cannot just focus on one thing because, you know, we have in our everyday life, we have all at once. Yeah. Yes. And, and sexuality and intimacy and also how we connect with our, with our sex. I mean, the femininity or masculinity and also, you know, in, in women, I also have both. So this is also very important how we can connect, how we can can relate to this uh, and connection versus this connection and because all of this shame guilt trauma abuse disconnected from ourselves yeah yeah and you you bringing that up I um, am probably an anomaly probably one of the 20 percent that report not really having sexual abuse in their history and and that's only I mean, who knows what the real numbers are, but I think like 80% of women do report that they have had sexual abuse in their history, but it's really 
close to my heart because my my daughter was sexually abused for many years and I just thought she was going to have to carry that with her and it was going to ruin her marriage and her intimacy and all of that she was going to have to carry it with her her whole life and didn't know how to help her overcome that so that she could experience joy and freedom and this whole person rather than just parts of a person. So it's, it is still very important topic to me. And I I came from more of a background of the, you know, how everything influences you, your family, your community, your culture, your religion, your school, the and the people around you. So all of these different spheres of influence it was very shameful topic. It was very just, you don't, you don't do this. You don't talk about this. You don't, you know? So when I got married, it was, it still felt like I shouldn't talk about this. I shouldn't talk about this thing I'm doing with my husband. (laughs) It's like so crazy. We like, we couldn't talk about it. And so that's kind of just the quick lens on where I came from and didn't even dare to ask or consider how I could have an orgasm even after I was married. So that just to me now seems like crazy. <laughs> it was shocking that like I put you, you know, we can't talk about some of those things. And I don't know that I'm in a total anomaly. I think there's other people and everyone has their different stories, but the more that we can talk about this and consider the whole person and see the different aspects that go into play, and just in being joyful, it's definitely a part of my journey to find that joy and find myself. So there's my quick little little background. So you can see why I'm why I'm passionate about this topic. And it's fun. I like everything that's fun, right? I just want to want to enjoy life and be able to follow my passions. And this is a piece of it. So I mean, we could maybe just start with the busyness of women. I think this is a huge thing in our culture. We're so busy. We're out there trying to figure out this whole feminine masculine balance. Many people trying to work full-time jobs, take care of families, grow a business. I work with lots of business owners and you're just busy, right? So what do you, when you're coaching someone that's just like, I just don't have time by the time I get, you know, in bed, I'm exhausted, or even if it's, yeah, how do you help people with that? Yeah, first, I would like to react uh, and reflect to your your sharing. It's touched me so much. And also how you were talking about it, that it's, I felt that you already went through, you already, you know, did your job uh, to, to overcome and transform into, that was an experience. And, and this is how we can talk about the past traumas. When we, we, we went through, we really um, dived into and transformed in all level until we are, uh, we, we haven't done the job and haven't done the work then somehow it triggers us in a not 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 particularly in a relationship but also it can be in any kind of uh, relationships not not like a like a partnership or or a marriage and and answering your question that and and yeah one more thing what i would like to clarify that not only sexual trauma or sexual abuse could affect on how we have issues or orgasm problems, but sometimes even verbal abuse. When, mm-hmm. when in a, for example, in intimate situation, we received a judgment, or when as a child, as a, as a little girl or boy, we, uh, we started to discover our body and, and feeling pleasure, and someone said, that, Stop it, or kind of like, you know, even we, we, oh, yes. we yeah, we were beaten or kind of like getting any any judge more judgment or or punishment Mm -hmm. so we started to connect the pleasure with the pain with the shame with 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 any kind of negative uh, emotion or experience so therefore these two faced each other and of course i don't want to feel more pain as you you just said that you want to feel joy and you know love and enjoy your life and but but if I experience something 
connected with negative aspects, then of course, I don't want to feel the pain or the shame again. Therefore, I close myself from pleasure, from joy, from love. Wow. That it that really resonates with me. I I did have an experience when I was little, and it's probably so common, you know. Don't blame any mom or anyone who, you know, just reacts from their past past experiences, right? But you see a little kid and you're like, oh no, that's not okay. We don't do that in public. No, don't, you know, and and just like shut that down, even even if they're not. It sounds like there's people who have experienced someone, you know, beating them or, you know, even worse than that. But even just a simple like, oh, put that back in. We're out. We're out in public. You know, don't do this kind of can like, oh, oh, this is bad. I'm bad. My body's bad kind of thing. And I did have an experience like that when I was little. So that brought up my husband and I never talked about that until the last couple of years. And we both told each other kind of that same we both had a shame experience from when we were just little we didn't even just barely discovering our body didn't even know what exactly what we were doing and kind of got shut down and and in trouble but then in the religion I grew up in and the community I grew up in it was very I, I was thinking more for me also but I think about the boys were really hammered on for this masturbation thing and they had to go in and there was much they needed to feel shame and guilt about it and they had to go in and talk to their clergy their religious you know Mm -hmm. clergymen and it was very they they weren't allowed to take the sacrament which is a little strange because that's how they said you're supposed to repent anyway that's all a a whole thing (laughs) it's like wait we can't but it was like a public shaming even because they you people could see why aren't you taking the sacrament what did you do wrong kind of thing and it was this whole shame thing built around it and this is this is pretty vulnerable I'm gonna check in and see what I feel like I can say I'm pretty open book with my own stuff, but without sharing too much of some, you know, someone else's, I just didn't feel like that was something I wanted my boys subjected to. And they were pretty open with me and were like, you know, I masturbate maybe once or twice a week and I don't feel like it's a problem. And I was like, you do not need to go in that room with a closed door with a man that's the local whatever dentist or whatever and and feel shame about this you know like we can if you feel like you have a problem then let's talk about it so that was a whole a whole sidetrack for you but how much and I I talked to many women too that feel like they got that when they were a teenager so heavily driven into them from religion that sex is bad you know your body needs to be covered and it's shameful and that they still i have i have clients that talk about they can't let go during sex because they still feel this shame gripping them so such an important topic absolutely and i have just two thoughts around this that if if the audience is asking okay what how we can react in this case you know that our, our kids are just the main thing is that it happened in the 80s and 90s with us but the, the, the most important that recently I also heard that in, in the kindergarten, that kids are also ashamed in front of the others. And even, even they, are, they are punished in different ways. So that therefore, I think raising this awareness that, that what we can do in this case, because most of the time as a, an adult, we cannot, we cannot handle the situation. Because it's absolutely normal that we are discovering our body. And so what we can do that, that instead of don't do this, and, and because if, if, you know, as a kid, I heard that don't do this, of course I want to do, because I, I you know, I, I start to, to, to face a kind of like expand the limitations with my, 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 my parents. So what we can do this, that look, this is public and it's absolutely okay that you are discovering your body and you are enjoying. I know how it is. So, but now this is, this is at home. So your room, so this is a kind of like private, your, your body is sacred. Your body is a temple and you know, your pleasure is yours. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't need to show to the, to the public. So this could be a kind of like ways how you can, you can express that it's, it's absolutely okay what they are doing, but not 
the the place the uh, the place where they are doing it's not the proper one so mm -hmm. it it means that you are not not uh, stopping them to do that but they can make a distinguish and then if you are talking with them openly and honestly but for this we need to as an adult as a parent we need to be okay with this right yeah, so this is, yeah that's yes, so beautiful what you said, like, I love that. Like, I can just see you didn't, I didn't feel any, if I was a kid, any like shame or guilt. I I actually would feel like, oh, I, maybe I can talk to her and maybe I could ask her a question or cause like, oh, she's not ashamed about this. Like you said, I could tell that you didn't have that shame and guilt around it or fear around what was going on. And so that I always wondered how to like talk to my kids about sex and how to make it not awkward and make it so that they could come to me and talk to me and like you just embody it and it's not probably not going to happen overnight if we've had other things trained into us but the more we work on that and opening up ourselves like what you just said at the end and being okay with it ourselves then that just comes through so easily and simply when you're talking to someone like I love that yeah and referring back to your original question that also that we are if we are feeling shame and and guilt and we are not okay and also that you mentioned that very few reports are about the, the domestic violence or domestic traumas or sexual abuse because and but i haven't met with any woman in any context who who has no problem with kind of like feeling or being in their body and I would like to connect this that we are very busy so we have less and less time to take care and connect with our body and but what I'm also teaching that we are busy and I'm also very busy and before the pandemic I was traveling like crazy around the world and I had different jobs and projects and so on and but always dedicated time for myself and and also we always in the morning, at least once we are looking at the mirror, right? And starting with something different than we got used to that, oh my God, how I look like again, you know, I'm, you know, my eyes or, or any kind of judgment around our body, even our face, then, then what if you are starting to pin, to point at least three things, what you like on your face, in your body, in yourself? And then your day would start totally differently and your energy level is different. And then if you step by step, you, you dedicated, and usually I say that five minutes, you have, you need to have five minutes for yourself a day. And for example, when I was really, really busy or I have a very busy day, then in the breaks, because we always have some breaks, I, I kind of like edit dedicate few minutes just to do something which is which is recharging myself or giving me pleasure awaken my my five senses you know kind of like I'm drinking my morning coffee or tea a little bit slower just kind of like one minute more than usual when I'm, I'm running and if you are running then you always forget something so especially I, I remind myself if I'm in this mode that oh my gosh I'm late I have to go then I remind myself okay just slow down just for a moment because it, it would be one minute more when I'm you know I'm late but my energy my mood would be totally different and yeah. this helps us to reconnect with ourselves on a deeper level, to listen to our body. Because if if I, I feel shame, guilt, disconnection from my body, I uh, cannot realize the and I cannot hear the, the messages of my body. All the kind of tension or pain, it's always a sign, a message to me. And most of the time, okay, there's a little pain, I don't care. But then, you know, it's coming bigger and bigger and more painful. And then when I'm, you know, I literally, I cannot move, then I'm, I'm doing something. So, so how we, we can, we can also kind of like transform a little bit or change a little bit to listen to more about to our body and size of our body and focusing on what we like rather than what we like, then we don't dislike. Ah. This is so good. It seems like 
it seems like inconsequential, right? Like someone might just have like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes more time for myself. You know what I mean? To what you said, but it's so huge when, when I was like, how do I go deeper here with my relationship with my husband and my intimacy? And it's way before that, like back here into, like you said, exactly my relationship with myself, my alignment with myself, tapping into my body and my intuition and start feeling that more and listening to those, oh, this stress is telling me something. Oh, this tension is, is telling me something that's so perfectly the first step. And that I know in my journey, that was that was my first step, but I want to let you talk some more because it's so beautiful, but that is perfect. So all our friends listening, don't just skip over this and be like, yeah, 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 whatever. Like really take your time, take time for yourself. And you're going to love it when you just do five minutes and you're going to find your day flows better and you're happier and you're more alive and more vibrant. And when, when do you want to, when do I want to have sex with my husband? Like when I feel good and I just got a massage and I took time and put my feet in the sand or in the grass. And I took that time for myself. And like you said, just like looking at yourself and saying, you're, you're beautiful. And, and I could look exactly the same in the mirror, same weight, same wrinkles, whatever. And if I can shift that way, slowly I'm looking at myself and I'm talking to myself and I'm like, these curves are beautiful. Like I don't have to be the skinny mini, like these are, these are beautiful curves and I love you body. And I love, I have many women friends and it's so fun that this is the culture now was not when we were growing up. It was like, everyone needs to be super thin, but people that are just accepting their bodies. And I'm looking at my other women friends and how beautiful their bodies are. And some people might think they're overweight or they're, you know, they need to lose 50 pounds or something, but they're, I'm like, they just carry themselves like so sexy and so naturally beautiful that how can you, you know, it's not about that weight on the scale is what I'm trying to say there. You can still feel sexy and love and give yourself that. There's like a feeling word I'm trying to, it's like this luxurious feeling of, I'm worth it and I'm sexy. And I, yeah, you can kind of like, I'm trying to feel for that, but such a good place to start. Like you have to go back to that very first step of connecting with yourself. Yes. And I also feel it. You cannot make an excuse that I don't have time to myself. And Mm -hmm. then just, you know, just, just catch, catch on yourself. Okay. How, what I need. And most of the time we don't need, and you, you connected also, you mentioned that, yes, This is the time when I need, I want to have sex with my partner, but there is a way that we need to discover what our needs, the first our needs, what our desires, right? And, and most of the time, if we are disconnected, that we don't know, we have no clue, you know, here is my body and then my man will discover it. And then they have to know, they have to give us pleasure. But I'm fully in my mind and no fully in my head, you know, I cut, cut like in my head and disconnected from my body. So my partner's a problem if if he cannot give me pleasure. And yeah. it's not like that. Because That's how I'm I used to be. <laughs> yeah, I'm responsible for my pleasure. You know, this is my body and maybe I'm not ready for pleasure I'm fully stressed and then you know that could be I'm also teaching a very quick uh, you know grounding energizing reconnecting exercises because I feel that is in our busy world we need to we need to do it quickly you know we need to to step out from a negative mood to a positive one because we don't have time to just spend two hours in in buddha mode you know in zen because we are busy and we need a kind of a quicker change and shift as you said and and also that so our needs are really really important and for pleasure for connecting with our body to know when we are ready to receive because we are always in a giving mood and uh, as I'm usually saying, we are not doing the pleasure, we are not doing the orgasm, 
we are just allowing to happen you know because it's coming and it's always coming whether your mind is realizing or not your body is is completely perfect and your body wisdom is just just kind of like you you know that you are cut in, in your head you know and, and stuck in your in your mind and what is needed to have pleasure to enjoy pleasure to be relaxed so if i'm busy if i'm kind of like i'm in a in my head all the time you know i'm i'm worried about my, my, what what I need to do and kind of like to do list and okay maybe maybe I don't feel safe in a because the kids could come in or or you know the noise I cannot give noise because because of the neighbors or something like this so I'm stuck in my head so definitely I'm not relaxed and so for relaxation I need to feel safe as I just mentioned I need to feel safe in the room in the in the the place wherever I am even I'm alone or with a partner. And the other, if I'm with a partner, then I need to feel safe with my partner. So if I have bad experiences, if we have, have an argument, if I had a very hard day, then, then I couldn't feel safe. And then the most important thing is that I need to feel safe in my body, which means that I need to connect with my body, reconnect with my body. And then the pleasure could come naturally. And I could feel it and I could enjoy it. Yes, I that I was taking notes. I love how you talk about that. We're not doing the orgasm. We're allowing the orgasm. That's so good. And this whole idea around safety for me, I really needed to feel emotionally connected to my partner, to my husband. And that was a hard thing for him. And so as our relationship grew and we started to open up after my first plant medicine experience and he was able to start following my lead. I mean, I was just like, I'm open, come along if you want. Like I'm going to experience joy. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to play. I'm going to talk to you about my vulnerabilities. And he surprised me and just like blew me away by how emotionally vulnerable he would be and how open, like, I, I thought that like, I was ahead of him, you know, and he was really closed off and, and he was, but it could have been because of me. I, I don't know how, you know, like I wasn't a safe place for him to be open and emotionally vulnerable and in that emotional intimacy, I wasn't a safe place for it. So then he just was like, way more than I anyway it was so neat and once I had that connection I was able but really it did start it did start with me with myself that connection with myself and we talked a little before this but I'd love for you to touch on and you talked about single someone who's single but I also think as I have talked with and coached other women that this first step with solo play or something like this, where you're discovering your body, you kind of were like, okay, I don't know what's going on in my body, but I guess man, you're supposed to, or partner, you're supposed to figure it out for me. I don't know. But yeah, I would love to hear how you coach people on that, whether they're single or whether they're just discovering their own body. I know my husband and I have now talked about, about this and I'm like, you know what? you're a grown man and I don't, you don't need to tell me <laughs> if you want to do something when I'm not here or you can tell me that sounds fun. I'll probably ask if I can join, but like that, this is your deal. I don't need to be your mom about it. you know? Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's a huge topic because this is also, that's what we were talking about. This is a, pre and what you just shared, it's, it's about that you started to be present in the moment. And then fully, and then the only thing when we are connected, our body in the present moment, otherwise we are always in our, our mind, in, in our head. And then when you can be present with yourself, with, with your partner, then it could be a beautiful, incredible unification or kind of like connection, you know, that you can, you can meet in a totally different level. And uh, also this could be not just in the bedroom, but also in the intimacy, in your everyday intimacy, because this is when you can be fully open, present and honest 
with yourself first, of course, and then with your partner. And uh, yeah, I can see also that uh, it's a huge challenge for solopreneurs, but solo solo persons or singles, and and also solopreneurs in much more, you know, much more because they they need to they they need to also create something besides of their their private life and then most of the time you know private life is zero and therefore it's and because I'm I'm, I'm working so much with, with with business women as well that they don't have time for themselves and then for this kind of few minutes extra when you started to be present when you started to get, just focus on your breath and kind of like taste even what is the taste of the water how you can express it how you can you know just be with it a little bit or how you can you can connect and and open your your five senses or kind of like touching and hugging yourself because most of the time i also yeah it's so so nice and so cozy cozy right and a few years ago i made a survey and i i really got shocked about i had a question the question was that how is your sex life and then the single women are were telling it what are you talking about? I'm single. And then the other one, zero, because I'm single. And then, the, yeah. you know, I'm really, really surprised. At what, what is the connection of this? You know, that that uh, kind of like equal. So I have, a if I'm in a relationship equal, I have a, a sexual life. If I'm single, there is zero sexual life. So I really want to talk about this because because self-pleasuring is the most beautiful thing. And of course, it's not the same that if we have a partner or we are exploring with a partner. But we, so, but when we are always uh, waiting for whether I have a partner, then we are missing so beautiful and extraordinary moments. And kind of like we, we, uh, we are missing something very important in our life which couldn't bring back you know the time is flying and it's it's quicker and quicker every single day so therefore i invite every single person who is listening to us right now that just find a way how you can give pleasure to yourself and not just kind of like sexually but also just with your senses. Orgasm as fast as you can, but other ways. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And also the goal is not the orgasm. The, goal, the kind of the goal is the way to, to enjoy the moment, in being mm. in the present, you know, that if I'm touching a little bit slower myself, you know, I'm touching my feet in the morning, you know, I'm looking at the mirror. I give some beautiful affirmations to myself what I can see I can yeah for example I can see you know my tired eyes because last night I was working so hard but I created an amazing content or I you know I finished with my uh, book, uh, reading my book or something like this you know that you turn around even though you find something which you don't like then you you can you can see what is the reason behind of it and then in this case, you can start to love your wrinkles, you know, because, you know, and then you will re realize that you will be much younger with that. Because if I also compare my photos 20 years ago or 10 years ago, I feel, and you know, everyone tells me that, that I look much younger and much, much more alive because I'm doing every single day something to be, more vital, more active, more uh, kind of like more beauty and, and younger. And mm -hmm. this, and I'm also doing these small pieces because, and then for these five minutes, I'm, I have my, my me time, two or three hours all together. And I don't, I didn't need to sit for two hours in a meditation or any, you know, or any kind of treatment or something like that. And then I put, uh, and then I started to uh, to invite into my everyday routine these small things which brings me joy, and uplifting me and recharging me. And I think this is this is the most important thing in our life, as you said, feeling joy, 
and happiness and you know that feeling this infinite connection with the, the abundant you know everything which is around us you talked about the solopreneurs and i work with a lot of business women too and it made me think of that creation energy and when we're in this state of creation instead of a stagnation or a frustration in our business, but we're creating some new offer, we're working with some clients that are having success, or we're just in this creation energy, that's the same, that's the same chakra, the, the connection with our creativity and our sexual creation is so, I know in Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, he talks about channeling that sexual energy into our business or work creation too, which I like to think we can have both. I think they will feed off of each other. You know, we don't need to just, you know, take it away and not allow it for one place. But you mentioned another thing in there, the pressure we put on ourselves to have an orgasm. And sometimes that could get in, I noticed with myself and talking with friends that can kind of get in the way of enjoying the experience with our partner because we're putting this pressure on and I need to do this. And, and I've been, we've been more open about talking with this, like our disappointments with ourselves if we couldn't, or like, and just being like, that's okay. I had a lot of fun anyway. Like it doesn't matter, you know, and allowing ourselves not to have that be the only goal of sex and be able to be in that experience more and maybe solo place experiencing some of those things solo and taking that time that was very off limits for me when I was younger but taking that time to understand my body and to be in that experience without having it need to lead to something but also just being open with our partners and having partner sex not have to lead to something too and I thought that was crazy I heard one of my mentors, my life coach was telling us that several years ago and challenged us to have just like a, a day where we just experimented with different textures and tastes and touch and all these different things. And we weren't allowed to orgasm or have sex. And I was just like, why would we do that? I have this amount of time allotted to sex, you know, and why do I waste it on that? And since then, and with the, sometimes with the help of microdosing some type of a plant or something too, I've been able to, and, and then really what, what that has shown me is like, oh, that's how I do it. And then I don't need anything at all to help me. Cause I can just get into that space where I'm like there and I'm present. And my husband and I have spent, I, never ever thought this would happen but like five hours in a hotel room just touching each other and being with each other and experiencing each other's essences and no orgasm ever happened that evening and yet it was the most blissful incredible experience of connecting and touching and being with each other and it just thought no way like that would a couple of years ago I was like five hours or three hours, who on earth can you be so bored after three hours? But I love some of those things that you brought up. I, I could keep going, but I want to hear more about you. I have like a list of 10 things that I want to ask you in the next nine minutes. So, but you, you may have some response to some of those things I said first before I... Yeah, we were talking about mainly with the connection and connection with ourselves and with our partner. Mm -hmm. And I would also bring uh, the communication as, as I just mentioned with the kids, then, then it's more open to, to say that, look, kind of like not saying no, but kind of like what I need right now. So not saying that I'm not open, but look, it kind of like tasting and, and feeling what you said that what I need right now, what would be good for me? And then rather than setting a goal, just enjoying. And it, it was so beautiful how you described it. Yes, we can enjoy. And I'm also inviting my clients to have date nights when there is no goal. Just or or the other one is that just one is giving, the other is just receiving. And then oh. there is no kind of like, because we, we also both men and women, we, we, we are always just a giving mode and also kind of like, I need to give back. If I receive something, I need to give back. 
And also for men, it's like I also have men clients and, and they struggled so much because they couldn't fulfill the requirements of the woman. They are always judged and therefore their performance, their sexual performance and then connection with their male is also destroyed. And therefore, first, I think the first step is with us women, we need to redefine our uh, you know, ourselves in the society, in our self connection with our bodies, and then, you know, open up to intimacy, to be more honest with ourselves, to say out loud what we are really feel. And then this is also the way we need to reconnect with our body because so I cannot highlight enough, I think, no. because this is how we have, we have space to, to, to feel our emotions and to express our emotion, express our needs, our desires, because there are so many hidden desires, what we, because of the shame, we cannot, we are afraid to, to, to say it out loud, or even just, I, we don't feel that we, we deserve to, to be there, to explore that. And yes, yeah, so I think these are my main main messages within this limited time because I could talk for for days about this topic because oh, there are I'm so like, many angles I'm like we need to do like a eight-part series here and that could be fun I have a lot of a lot of ideas already coming from this so maybe we'll do some more things together in the future yeah, I would appreciate for that I would be I'm, very excited to yeah continue this conversation yeah I love how you're saying expand our like capacity for feeling that because I think sometimes you just get in this rut and and then it's your partner's job like oh I'm depressed I'm overwhelmed I'm stressed out now it's your job to like get me excited over here you know instead of coming from this place where you are excited you are this I had this imagery in a ketamine experience a few weeks ago and I kept I was asking going into it asking like what can I do to help my kids what can I do to help my husband what can I do for them right and this imagery was coming up and it was like this fountain of neon firework bouquet coming up through my body and like exploding out the top of my head and the like the feeling around it was just like what you can do for them is light yourself on fire to where you are so passionate and so excited about life and how much more fun is it to go into a room with like this dead log in the bed and you're like trying to do something to wake them up right and no you know the another thing I want to talk about is like when you're depressed that's really hard to have this emotional connection with your partner. But the whole point of all of this, why we keep drilling on getting ourselves aligned, but instead of having this log in the bed, right? If someone just comes in and they're like, so on fire, so alive, just like feeling good, feeling like this, this firework bouquet and just loving on you and excited to see you and wanting to be with you. It doesn't even matter what you do at that point. Like you don't have to press the magic button. <laughs> You're just on fire and feeling good and awakened to those sensations that I didn't know were possible. And I think so much of it is connected to our mind and our emotional state that to be able to open up and feel some of these sensations and feelings that I'd never felt before. So crazy and crazy fun, crazy cool. It really, it seems like we got to go with that foundational thing, especially here that we keep harping on of, of opening up and tuning into our bodies and taking that time for ourselves. But let's say someone's, someone's past that and they want a little, or maybe we'll just do this in, in level two and we can be like cliffhanger for the next time we talk when you want some even deeper, even deeper things. But yeah, is there a kind of an overall thing or maybe just one little thing? You have so much. So I'm trying to decide where to point you to for this, but I'll stop talking and see what, what divinely comes out of your mouth. <laughs> Mine is that our... Our body wisdom is so incredible and, and everyone has the, the way and the open door to, to connect with that. And also pleasure, orgasm, joy is our birthright. Yes. Yeah. I love it. 
It is. It is. That is like my only scripture. I think I still remember or still keep with me is men are that they might have joy. I've learned that when I was a kid and I'm like, yes. And women, women are that they might have joy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So yeah. the, the one last thing, if you have, do you need to get off right it right on the hour? Okay. I was thinking, I just want to, this is an important thing. And I, I want to plug you also. So if this is important to you, and I think I've kind of made a pact with my husband, like if one of our sex drives drops off or our hormones are like not doing good, or we have something like, and when you're in that place, you don't have a sex drive. So you don't really have the desire to go fix it. Right. And then your partner's like, Hey, what about me over here? Remember me? I'd like to be intimate with you sometime. But we've kind of, I've kind of been like, let's make a pact that if that happens to one of us, we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure out how to open back up or how to fix our hormones or whatever is, is challenging us. So our sex drive is tanked so that we can have that joy for ourselves. Right. But also be connecting with our partner or figure out how to connect through all of that. But if you had something you really want to learn, so I work with a lot of business women and you want to get better at business. So you can just kind of like be like, yeah, I hope, I hope my business grows. Or you can be like, I'm going to hire a coach. I'm going to do this course. I'm going to spend this many, I'm going to block out time every single day to spend on my business. Or if it's a sport or whatever, right? And you want to get better at it. You're not just going to be like, I hope I get better at this. That would be cool. Nothing's going to happen. But if you block out the time, you schedule it in, you schedule in even, and I'm talking about two things here. I'm thinking about two things, scheduling in actual time, like, okay, you know what? Come home for lunch because I'm way too tired. I'm, I'm going to call my husband right now and be like, I have an hour in between a Zoom calls. <laughs> Would you like to come home for lunch? Because I just talked to Garisha and I'm ready. No, just kidding. So, but there's this, the scheduling it in, scheduling your uh, little retreats, little trips where you don't have that stress of all the kids and the family and the work and you can just be playful and have fun and also scheduling in time to get better at it. You know, if you want to get better at business or at a sport, you're going to take some lessons. You're going to try out some new gear. You're going to find a coach. You're going to set aside time every day, every week to improve on this thing. So if it's something that's really important to you, I highly recommend getting a coach and making the commitment because even if we think we're going to set aside that time, if you don't have that accountability, that's why people are, you know, hire personal trainers or when I was a personal trainer, they would hire me. And most of the time it wasn't because they didn't know what to do. It was because they knew I would show up at their house <laughs> at 6am and get them out of bed and they'd have to do a workout, right? It was to hold themselves accountable for it. And of course, all the, the knowledge and wonderful things you hear. So with that being said, tell us what you offer and what you have available to help people out. Yeah. And, but before that, I would like to reflect just, just shortly yes. that yes. one thing was that, that if you don't have a sex drive mm-hmm. uh, or because of the hormones, I think this is also really, really important because even uh, women in 30s, I'm he- hearing that, but also in men's side, there could be also, and then, you know, they are not matching their sex drive. So basically, that's why all the exercises or all the, the points we, we, we touched upon, that it could help to deepen the intimacy. And if you don't have a sex drive, but you can deepen your intimacy on a different mm. way. And the man, even most of the time, men don't, don't need so much, just a kind of like appreciation, a kind of like, you know, hugging or, or caring or something, you know, what, what they feel that they are important, that you, you care. And also, you know, men love to be a hero. So therefore, that if you need some support, then you can ask that, please just give me this one. That, but this is also, you need, you need to connect with your needs and then you can express it. So therefore, it's absolutely starting, you know, the starting point is discover ourselves and the connection with the deeper with ourselves. So this could be one, one main, main message to in this case. And of course, we can go deeper, but on a kind of like on a starting point. And the other one is business women. 
and using this creative energy, of course, and also the sexual, you know, that as you mentioned, that, that it's the same, the root is the same, creating something and also the sexual energy, the, this is the creative, fertile, you know, energy, life force energy. And therefore, if you are just finding more pleasure through your body, through your senses, then this is what you can bring into your business. And then you can be much more successful. If you are using, for example, sex magic, but not with your suppressed sexual energies, but with the liberated one, because this is how you can, you, you know, that you will be more, more radiating these life force energies. And also you will be much more successful in your business and with, with ease and grace. And this is, I think this is very important. Yes, that is such, I'm so glad you mentioned that. That's like a whole course in and of itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what I would like to offer the audience is that I have a free video series about how we can feel safe. So the, I, you know that what I was talking about and how you can create safety because most of the time when we have abuse, trauma, shame, then we lose this safety. And then as we, we can we can find safety inside then you know that we are not depending on so much the 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 outside world and yeah i also have a mastery program it's called live your best orgasmic life is the kind of like i'm showing the lifestyle yeah how you can you can absolutely heal the past and focusing on the present and create something brand new and kind of like pleasure based life in the future and I would like to also offer a 30 minutes complimentary call for the audience. And then we can also discover. And then if you have any questions, then you can bring it. And I would love to, to, to help and share my, you know, what I, what I uh, suggest in um, this kind of like challenging situation. Ah, sounds awesome. Sounds incredible. So tell, do you have the website? I'll put it in the links, but if you have, if you want to say it too, we can do that. Yeah, it's Empress Online. This is my website. Okay. And with Girisha Andrea, you can find me on all social media platforms. Okay, awesome. Yeah, go connect with her. Check out her free course. I know so many of my clients will. I'll be sending them there to get that info from you. So that is awesome. Thank you so much for being here, for just sharing like this it's so fun so fun to be even if we're since we're not in person but just like I still feel your energy and your excitement and vitality and vastly what was the, the word you said I want to use but just this when you were talking about in business what's the word it was so beautiful I should have written it down now I'm distracting I'm gonna have to cut that from the, from the thing but just I can feel your energy it's beautiful thank you thank you Thank you uh, for having me here. And then I hope that that who is listening right now, that they, they could take away these practical tools and, and you can absolutely bring into your everyday life. I love it. Thanks so much for coming and sharing this. And guys, go get, go get her freebie, go get a call with her and her mastery program. All right, we will see you later. Thanks so much for subscribing and leaving a review. Come join our amazing free community, Life Changing Trips. There's a link in the description. All content is for informational, entertainment, educational, and harm reduction purposes only. Life Changing Trips and Harmony Williams and their affiliates and guests are not doctors or mental health professionals or legal advisors. Any information shared is not meant to treat, diagnose, or claim cures for any physical conditions or mental illness. Psychedelics and sacred plant medicines are not for everyone, even when done legally. There are serious contraindications with various health conditions and pharmaceutical medications. Please do your own research and take action to be informed. Remember that you are 100% responsible for your actions and subsequent consequences. The views of the guests are not the views and opinions of life-changing trips.